best defense, huh? All right. All right. Let's let's just go right ahead and talk about that then. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. If I sound a little extra excitable today, it's because tomorrow is reporting day out at St. Vincent College in Latrobe. The day after that, everyone's out on Chuck Knoll Field. Yeah, right? Actual football. As it is, we'll have to settle for a single press conference yesterday on the South Side. Alex Highsmith was brought out to the assembled media to talk about his long-term contract extension. Five years, $70 million, of course. You remember that from last week. This was just Alex standing at the podium and saying all the right things. And one of the right things that he said was that this, well, I'm not going to paraphrase it here. Just listen to the man. I, I, you know, I think just the guys that we have on defense, you know, we're, 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 I think we're one of the best, if not the best, and we can be one of the best in the league, you know. And I think when we played to that ability, I think last year, you know, we started playing some of our best ball towards the end of the year. Everyone was healthy, and so I truly think that we can be, you know, one of the not the best units in the league. And so uh, we just got to practice like that. It starts this Wednesday at Latrobe. Everybody getting there and getting locked in. And so I'm just, you know, looking forward to taking the field with those guys. Now that's not a guarantee. That's not a banner headline. Back when there used to be banner headlines. It's definitely not Joe Namath, for those of you who go way, way back. It's just a guy expressing pride and a fair and reasonable expectation. There it is again. I have a feeling that's going to be a recurring theme for us. Best defense. The best defense in the NFL. I know, I know. I'll read the stats here. Last year, the Steelers defense ranked 13th in the NFL in allowing 330.4 yards per game. The Steelers defense ranked 10th in the NFL in allowing 20.4 points per game. Neither of those is all that great. Obviously, being in the top 10 in points allowed is pretty nice. Unfortunately, I'll put this in parentheses, when your offense isn't producing at all, It still feels like the defense gives up more than it should. So guard against that sentiment in and of itself. All right, end parentheses. The defense also had 20 interceptions tied for first in the NFL. The defense also had three, count them, one, two, three fumble recoveries. The fewest, the worst in the NFL. So what has to happen here in order for the Steelers to be the best defense? And and again, I'm not necessarily riding along with this because I buy into the theory. I want to have something that's plausible connected to the stance that Highsmith put forth. I look at this defense as very much incomplete. I look at this defense as in I don't even yet know which individual is going to occupy how many different spaces? Want to do this with me? Nose tackle, we don't know. 
one of the two inside linebacker positions, I'm telling you, we don't know. Either of the two outside corners, right? I, you know who they are. You just don't know exactly which one is going to be in which slot. That's my point here. And speaking of the slot, you don't know who's going to be in the slot either. And that's an awful lot of unsettling scenarios to put into into jibing with a statement like best defense. However, however, going along with Highsmith on this, if you see that there were 20 interceptions and you know that the guy who's responsible for most of them, Minka Fitzpatrick, not only is there and healthy and still young and everything else, but he's got arguably a stronger supporting cast, not just around him, but also in front of him. So you don't have to send him up to the line of scrimmage to do other people's jobs anymore. You let Minka roam. You let Minka hunt. Now, whether or not you can get to 20 interceptions again, that's a lot. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, it's, it's probably asking too much. But the fumble recoveries? Three? Now, what are we talking about here? Yeah, we're talking about TJ Watt. We're talking about TJ's health. We're talking about TJ and Alex being able to combine to do the damage that's necessary in a 3-4 scheme. They can't just be any other guys. They must be impact players for this scheme to work. And as such, they've got to be out there for 17 games or 16, whatever number you want to throw in. They've got to be out there. They've got to be dependable. They've got to be dynamic. They've got to have this defense looking the way it did in the first half of last season's opener in Cincinnati. Remember that? That just blew people's minds, and it really shouldn't have. It really shouldn't have. That's what those guys can do, whether it's against Joe Burrow or any other quarterback or offense in the NFL. They're capable of that. They're always capable of that. They've just got to be, you know, healthy. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Mike O'Malley who responds to yesterday's lead subject on the show that was my reasonable expectation for what the Steelers should do in 2023 and laying that, of course, where it belongs on the head coach, Mike Tomlin. My reasonable expectation was that the Steelers will win one playoff game for the first time since 2017, and Mike wanted nothing to do with this. Mike says, wow, our fan base has come to the point of hoping that we win a playoff game. The standard is not the standard. Seven years. How many more years does never had a losing season get? 10? 15? Mike, 
you know, there's a saying that the cool kids on social media now have. I'm not one of them, but I like it a lot. It's to just go touch grass. It means to go outside, chill a little bit, get away from this sort of thing. Get away from me. Get away from opinions that are that strongly and angrily held before the balls even kicked. Heck, before they even show up for camp. Look, I don't make a habit. Never have. In 30 years of doing this, whether it was newspapers, TV, radio, internet, whatever, I've never made a habit of telling people how to feel, how to react, uh, how to anticipate in this case. But I'd like to think I have a pretty good grasp of when somebody's just really mad online. Look, you're more than entitled to your opinion of Tomlin. There are times I wonder as well. If maybe he hasn't been around too long, if maybe there isn't something endemically off with what he's doing for the team to have missed the playoffs three times in the last six years, have not won at all a playoff game again in way too long, indefensibly too long. But man, there are times that fans of this particular franchise... Not to be separating Pittsburgh fans, but there's something about Steelers fans, and this is not an attractive trait, so don't glow in this one, okay? Where the criticism gets so ugly, and I mean way uglier than what Mike brought up, okay? Because all Mike's saying here is, you know, guy hasn't won in a long time, and how much longer are you going to put up with it? And he makes fun of standard as a standard. It's, It's not that bad. Believe me, there's way worse when it comes to Tomlin. And criticizing him, to repeat myself here, is fair. I do it. Wait till you hear some of the stuff that I say about his work once this season gets going. But there's also got to be a joy to a degree in being a fan. And when I say that, I mean a fan of the current team. It's not normal in my eyes, okay, to say everything was awesome in the 70s, everything was great and perfect, and all we did was win every game we played, and half of the roster went to Canton, and everything that Chuck Knoll said should be scripture, and all this other stuff, and then to just do this with the current team, or the current environment, that's, that's, that's weird for me you know i'm saying this generally here i'm not going at mike anymore i just don't i I don't get this sports are supposed to be fun sports are supposed to be if you think about it really at their essence entertainment their competition their competition for those involved their competition from the standpoint of you know your spirit the team that you love the city that you love They're fun. They're entertainment. And if it's that bad for you, you know, Barbie's playing or something, you know, I think it's even a double billing of some sort. I appreciate the question. I really do, Mike. I I don't want to discourage you from sending them here. I just, you know, I, I have to have 
the right to be able to respond to them as I want. It, I'm not going to be, you know, just saying what everybody would want to hear in any given situation. Otherwise, I don't have any credibility, right? Let's do this again tomorrow, guys, when I'll be driving out to Latrobe. Trobe.